0: salon thank you for joining us. I have an interesting guest here as some people may know I always keep room on my schedule for anomalous meetings <laughs> and uh, this one is one of those so I I happen to just see uh, diem. And on Twitter, and it was somebody I had added as a friend, She we'd added each other, I'm not sure where it happened or how, doesn't matter. But she had reached out to me, and we started talking, it sounded very interesting, and she's an astrologer, and then the woo started coming in, and there we go. I said, would you come on? And so this is how Meredith Swain has come into my uh into the salon, into orbit with me, and so with that, I will bring Meredith on and let her give us a little bio, and we'll get into this chat, which I'm sure is going to be fantastic. Hello, Meredith.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here in in spirit with you <laughs> through the through the int, the internet. Um, yeah. So. Well, I'm Meredith, and right now I'm a practicing astrologer. Um, and uh, let's see, I don't know. I got started when I was in college a little over 10 years ago now and was in school for psychology and was kind of just like trying to look at like the motivation behind human behavior and was also trying to study, you know, sort of like more... Water and sunshine methods like yoga, like nutrition, on mental health, um, and really spent my ch- my college years like motivated by a vendetta against pharma. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then I started studying astrology and like was a PhD candidate at that point, and just kind of like redirected my energy towards things that were more mystical, energetic anatomy, um, astrology, and just found a really nice rhythm with it. And uh, about four years ago, I opened up my business and I've been working ever since. And it's interesting because right now I'm right. I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the concept of a Saturn return. I'm quite
0: familiar with astrology.
1: Okay. Love it. I wasn't sure what your <laughs> familiarity was. So I'm right now, like in my exact Saturn return.
0: Oh, wow. Like, right now.
1: I'm 29. And it's interesting too, because like Saturn and Aquarius is really like the collective having its Saturn moment of like, are we sure that we want to go in this direction right now? Like, are, are you sure that you're sure, you know? And I think all the people that are experiencing their own Saturn returns in Aquarius are also, yes, <laughs> yeah, just kind of like waking up in the antiverse and being like, "What?" But
0: so you're in your Saturn return now, and this is a powerful yeah. time in one's life, especially you know, I mean, Saturn lets you know, and it's it's Father Time, Saturn, Kronos lets you know. If your foundation's strong or not and where to fix, you know, where you need to go in mm-hmm. and do a little tuck pointing and all that. I find this For interesting sure. with some of the stuff you said, well, with one thing, and I'm like, wait, let's hold it off. The, deep, the uh, deeper awakening to questioning the reality that's woven mm-hmm. around us. And what a perfect yeah. time, as in a Saturn return, to start to look deeper into the world, into life.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think all Saturn and Aquarius people, I think have like never really felt of this world necessarily. I mean, maybe that's a huge generalization. I think it depends on their chart, but like, I think that's, I would hope that other people with that Saturn placement are like taking the time to kind of like reflect and how do I fit into all of this? And how does all of this fit into me and you
0: know vice versa i love the aquarian energy a lot of people feel that the aquarian energy can be really distant you know what i've always been able to tap right into it that neptune Mm -hmm. i don't know what it is there's something there that has attracted me i am in western astrology uh Taurus sun, Leo moon, Gemini rising, 11th house, I
1: love
0: that. 11th house sun, third house, house Lilith. And, um, I mean, we Ooh. could go on and no, I don't want to put my whole chart out there,
1: but wait, so if you're a Gemini rising, oh, my cat wants to come inside. I'm going to take this computer with me. Okay. So you're, uh, Gemini rising. So your moon sign is in the third house as well. Yes.
0: Or- yes. Okay. Mm hmm.
1: Awesome. That's perfect for what you're doing right now with Lilith there and just really like uncovering and then going deeper and then going deeper, but in like maybe like a playful and fun way. You were talking about Aquarius energy too. And I just want to say I think Aquarius energy is selective. Um, on a personal level, you know, I I think it depends on the person. Everything depends on everything else, but Honestly, I mean, most people that are, that do experience an Aquarius strong person as, you know, distant or cold, you know, definitely Aquarius folks can be selective with what they give their time and their energy to. Yeah. Um, Yeah, for sure. Um, So... I'm a Leo sun with a Pisces moon and a Sag rising. I don't know. And I have a fuck ton of Virgo
0: in there. Mm, I love that up. Sag rising. Now <laughs> for me, Meredith, in my life, many of my great teachers that uh, came in one way or another and hard mm. with hard lessons as well have been Sag's. And Really? Yes. I, I have always loved that Sag fire energy. I think that... There's something for me that is always there to get I know some people consider Sagittarian energy like a Mack truck. You know, you can be bold <laughs> over you can be bold over by it. I mean, it
1: kind of is. It kind of <laughs> kind of is, you know?
0: And then you're rising too. You know, the rising for me is the most important of that first trinity, how you're perceived mm. in the outer world and how people experience you. And so
1: For sure. Um, and what I found too, just in my own work with the rising sign is that like that kind of instinctual impression that others receive from you comes from somewhere. So where do we look to like the earliest conditioning possible? So like a lot of people with like Libra rising, for example, always kind of had their needs overlooked and so they learn to come off as very like you know other oriented and you know maybe people pleasing is like a possible manifestation of that um you know but I think it it's a lot of like your early 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 like before you were even aware that you were being imprinted upon imprinting
0: yes well, this For is a sure. big deal. And that is something <laughs> I like to dive into is our early programming. And this is where I was quite excited when you're talking about having a basis in psychology as well. I also mm. share that with union psychology. It's us seekers, right? Where that, mm-hmm. that go towards especially depth psychology, which is its mm-hmm. own kind of thing. But to hear your bio and all this, uh, the mysteries, depth psychology, <laughs> all this stuff that kind of came into who you are now, which brings you into the Cosmic Salon. Mm-hmm. I want to do a little dive into what you're seeing going on right now in the world through your <gasps> astrological and psychological lenses.
1: Okay. Um Yeah. <laughs> so there's, <laughs> <laughs> we need a drum roll for this. <laughs> I know. I mean, there's, you know, oh gosh, I mean, what a year of dangling carrots. Are you gonna take the carrot? Are you gonna fall for it? Right. Are you gonna are you gonna fall for it? You know? <laughs> are you gonna convince yourself that it's okay to treat other human beings like that? Are you sure? Are you okay. All right. That's what we're doing. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. You know. um, So, gosh. I mean, I could start with astrology because that will probably help me to like frame things. Because from psychology standpoint, it's kind of a mess. And like sometimes I look at like psychology, and I'm a person who spent. I spent most of my life in therapy, and so. You know, some of that helped me, but a lot of it kind of kept me looping. Like I look back at like my own experiences in therapy, and a lot of my therapists were just kind of placeholders or handlers. You know? Oh yeah,
0: this is a very oh man, we could deep dive in that alone. (laughs) We really could. There's so much fuckery that goes on with that, and this is oh my gosh, it's really doing a lot of Mm -hmm. lot more damage than it is good, sadly.
1: Yeah, it's very, like, of mind, you know, and I do think that for some people there can be a benefit in, like, I don't know. I mean, I love to talk, so a lot of my therapy was just me talking and, like, putting shit together and then being like, oh, okay, okay thanks. And I'm just like paying my copay and then leaving, you know, but
0: Yeah, you were the one doing the work.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. was, they
0: weren't guiding you. They're just sitting there taking the money, essentially.
1: I mean, you know, I, I think it kind of should be. I, mean, I don't want to shut all over everybody. But I do think that like, this is to me, like a time where it's actually easier to stop looping than it than it has been. you know, I kind of yeah. think that there might have been like a little cap on consciousness expansion just in my own experience, and that's like not there anymore. And you know, you have more access to the mysteries, even though I know that there is like an aspect of, you know, whether we want to consider it to be like the Borg or like the reptilians or whatever that are trying to maybe like, suppress that, Yeah. you know, um, yeah. but I think there's so much access actually to your spirit and to the all, but that's getting way outside of the, way outside of the bounds, I guess. So let me color, try to color inside of the lines.
0: <laughs> yeah. That'll um, be the second hour. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, <laughs> yep.
0: so, when we go, yeah, we when can. we go into the woo, we get our swimsuits we'll go, on and we'll get, we're diving into the deep end
1: all the way to the bottom of the bottomless <laughs> as well, right? Um, yeah. So astrologically, there's a few things that are going on right now. And, you know, the first part is with the orbiting North node of the moon being in Gemini uh, since May of last year. And, The orbiting north node is sort of like a nice place to put your focus. It's sort of like where we're encouraged to look that we might not want to look because opposing that is the orbiting south node, which is like where we feel comfortable, where we want to cling cling to energetically and where, you know, we find it's like comfort zone that is easy to get lost in, you know. Um, so with the orbiting North Node in Gemini right now, I mean, Gemini. If you think about it, is polarity. So we're obviously seeing a lot of fucking polarity. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and that is political, and it's like across all issues that we're seeing right now. You know, and what I've been encouraging my clients and, you know, my friends and the people that I sit with is to not get so trapped in either side of the polarity, like the earth is flat, the earth is a globe, maybe the answer lies somewhere in the middle of that, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, I don't know, just to bring up like another example, you know, just to go ahead and trigger everyone. (laughs) <laughs> you know <laughs> like Covid is nothing, there is nothing, you know, versus like it is the most dangerous, deadly, and scary thing in the world. Like I think there's a lot of, yeah, just people falling right into these magic squares of uh of consciousness, and you know, uh but the highest expression of Gemini is first of all to research and to look for facts you know and to look for what strikes you as like to be curious and not to be so stuck in like what you believe about the world because we live in a mind-controlled reality so chances are a lot of people's beliefs including my own on an ongoing basis need some reworking and some shifting and changing
0: right So collectively, though, as we Mm -hmm. are looking at this darkness and we're playing with dualities in the in the world of duality that's happening around us right now, there's Mm -hmm. a line in the sand right now, heavy with Mm -hmm. people, families are not talking to each other friends are not talking to each other over lots of things over whether covid's Mm -hmm. valid or not who's on this side politically and who's on that side and so we're seeing a lot of division going Mm -hmm. on and so how are you seeing that through the astrological eyes deeper than just normal within you know there's always uh, these kinds of things that separate people but they agree to disagree usually Mm -hmm. right under normal circumstances in my life people can disagree and still have Mm -hmm. great relationships with each other now I have been noticing in all my years hard separations where people are Mm -hmm. absolutely there's no
1: bridge well I mean let's see so I think maybe this is like uh you know kind of an off-the-cuff, like, round, like, roundabout kind of take, but I feel as though that division is necessary. Um, you know, not necessarily in that, like, I can't hold space for someone if they feel something different than me, but with just, like, basic, like, human rights sort of um, issues, I think that there is sort of, like, you know, there's anti-life and then there's life, you know, Yeah. just kind of like based on what I'm seeing. And I guess I think that some of the division has been prophesied and tons and tons of different, you know, traditions and different books and all that stuff. And I think that this is kind of like the sorting hat moment, like in Harry Potter, where like <laughs> you're kind of like finding what house you belong in and like what like what you're kind of like what your next world is going to be.
0: That's a great analogy for this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, and so I don't know. I mean, I have been encouraging people to be tolerant of others and, you know, hold space for others wherever they are in this process. Um, You know, but the the tricky thing is in the astrology with this is the orbiting North Node in Gemini and the South Node in Sag, which is our belief systems that are really up for review and for You know, questioning and, you know, that kind of thing is um, the square to Neptune and Pisces, which I'm kind of looking at as like, that's the spell. There's like, you know, a spell that has been cast by some lizard wizards or whatever you want to call them. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's definitely, (laughs) you know, it's definitely what it. The spell is tricky because it hits at people's most, like, basic, physical, fundamental level with the health and the fear of dying and the fear of loss and that kind of thing, you know? Um, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, I think it's it's tricky. But honestly, with the astrology, with that square to Neptune, I'm kind of seeing people get manipulated by tragedy. Um, you know, and kind of like forgetting, like their eternal expansiveness in favor of sort of like making their world and their imagination and their consciousness like smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller.
0: That house of Slytherin, I swear.
1: I know. Oh my gosh. I was thinking that when we were, yeah, there is. You're finding out who the snakes are.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And there's a deep layer to that. Of course, we'll get into that. So okay. <laughs> here's the thing, too. There is this idea about confronting fear. And mm-hmm. and I think people mm-hmm. that confront it and are open to it dispel it in a way, right. even though they may still honor the fact that there's unknown out there that generates the idea of fear, that generates the adrenal response to fear. Right. However... Other people, excuse me, other people that are not confronting fear and what we're looking at out in the outer world with Mm -hmm. everything is definitely a fear of death because that's what's being generated through the COVID stuff. And so it's making everyone really get personal with the idea of death which we should be anyway but Mm -hmm. if you were putting it off if you tend to put that off if you don't think it's coming Mm -hmm. to your door this is now the time when it's at your door no matter what whether it's real or not the idea of Mm -hmm. death is a real idea out there and however it comes to your door it's not the real play here the real play is your dance, mm-hmm. macabre, that's mm-hmm. what's going on. And when people find themselves in a high adrenal state, in a high state of fear and of panic, uh, they do strange things. They act strangely and they act mm-hmm. out. And so right. if you represent anything that could threaten them, say you're someone that doesn't believe in the threat of, COVID, and I'm certainly one of those, uh, Mm -hmm. that is a threat to other people. And and so Mm -hmm. they want to push you away. And when the message is, well, this might be that time that you start having this interaction internally, COVID Mm -hmm. has power over you because you're not processing the idea of your own death. And, the, mm-hmm. and, and that can be projected out into the death of those around you that you love as well. And so Absolutely. this is a lot of Pluto energy, mm-hmm. don't you think? This is Plutonian.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting that you were, you just brought up Pluto because I was just thinking when it comes to confronting fear, confronting death, you know, the last several years have been maybe like a little bit of an acceleration or a deceleration, or maybe even both in the same breath and the same moment. And like kind of looking back at the last few years with Saturn that moved, you know, through Scorpio um and, you know, through Sagittarius before it went to Capricorn, which is where we found ourselves last year. And I can, I'll elaborate on that in a second, but like also looking at how, Jupiter went through Scorpio and Sagittarius also like in the last, you know, two to three years. And so, you know, really like, and I was not even awake to like the deeper levels of woo. Like I knew that no matter what I would choose my soul, but I think I was still under a few like false light spells as it goes, you know, and in that space still, I was like, please do your work please do your healing work. Nobody can do it for you. Just do it. It'll make your life better. You'll enjoy, you know, life and that kind of thing. So, you know, then kind of watching as Saturn and Pluto conjoined in Capricorn at the beginning of January of last year, which is really like the, you know, the increase of like tyranny and manipulation and, you know and i kind of was reading it too last year and i'm still feeling this way as the fall of certain institutions and certain regimes certain you know hierarchies and governmental systems you know i still think that's on the table yeah so you know and i think like we're like really bearing witness to this because to me you know and i'll get into this too a little bit more in a little while, but this all seems very rushed and very haphazard to me, like in terms of like the agendas, you know, and the way that they're being presented and how some people can see right through it. Yes. You know,
0: absolutely. It seems really transparent to those of us that are actually questioning the th- the narratives.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So with Neptune and Pisces, I just have been imploring people, like, turn off your TV. Like, that is, like, the biggest thing probably is, like, the deception that the media is sort of spinning. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of other things going on that you know, decent journalists that aren't just sort of like reading off of a teleprompter and like doing like neurolinguistic programming and creating sigils and shit like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot that could be covered, you know, the sun has basically been flaring and like going off since like November of last year like has been actively like solar storming, creating coronal mass mm-hmm. emits. <laughs> okay. So I don't know. I just think there's a lot of like, you know, whether you want to consider them earth or realm changes, there's a lot of like things that decent journalists could cover. So, you know, Neptune and Pisces is really creating this very deceptive, story across a lot of different issues um you know that it takes like spirit it takes soul and it takes inner work I think to be able to see through those things and to be able to look at them as very dark like one of my one of a person I used to look up to we'll just say that has been sharing about Like, and it's just propaganda, really, but it's all about, like, QAnon and how, you know, QAnon people are spiritually bypassing. And I'm like, I don't know, like, if that's necessarily the case, because it's like looking into the darkest parts of, like, the SRA stuff, you know, and kind of looking at that and really sitting with that, you know, So anyway, with Neptune and Pisces, there's a lot of projection as well and a lot of illusion and delusion. But it also creates this opportunity to check in with ourselves and to reconnect with our own spirit and to bridge that gap between in here and out there. So with
0: the QAnon stuff, there's a Mm -hmm. lot of... mm. Let me say, how do I say this? There's a lot of hatred for it. And it's mm-hmm. for me and my worldview, everything's on the table. I will listen to a preacher. I will listen to mm-hmm. a Satanist. I will listen to every, I listen to people and I'm right. looking for all points of perspective because I'm only standing in mine. And so mm. we need to understand. Other points of perspective To get a bigger Mm -hmm. macro idea Of what could be happening to us On a spiritual level On a bigger level Mm -hmm. And so there are very important gems Everywhere And this includes Mm -hmm. the QAnon movement Now people want to kill the messenger often For example It does not matter How And this is what frustrated me With all the, the WikiLeaks dump that came in with all like Hillary's emails right yeah Uh, why do we kill the messenger who cares how that information came to us Mm -hmm. I personally don't care because that information was real it was Mm -hmm. stamped with uh their IPSs and all this Mm -hmm. stuff it was real information and it was damning it was they had the receipts. Absolutely <laughs> incredibly damning. And so mm-hmm. the mockingbird media comes in and they start covering it mm-hmm. up and they redirect the energy to kill the messenger when the message was so unbelievably crazy and terrible that anyone mm-hmm. involved in that kind of malarkey mm-hmm. is, to me, a bad person, that we're talking child trafficking, we're talking yeah. overthrowing uh, all your enemies in the game you're playing, which is politics for her. Um, I mm-hmm. mean, that stuff's damning. And so
1: mm-hmm.
0: people wouldn't look at the information because they cast this big net over the messenger. And so mm-hmm. that's some of this stuff, Meredith, that is perplexing to me and I often Mm -hmm. wonder through these tools and one of the tools is astrology how Mm -hmm. this can happen how do you see this kind of stuff happening where the QAnon stuff is very interesting and they've had a lot of good hits a lot Mm
1: -hmm. and so
0: to throw it all away because it's some conspiracy or because you don't know who the messenger is really Mm -hmm. And so to discredit it seems like you're cutting your ear off or your nose off, like you're cutting one of your senses Mm -hmm. off. This is conditioning, of course, and this is programming and propaganda, but is there an astrological signature here?
1: Yeah. Okay. So in my, so in my perspective, you know, there are some things that are problematic with Q. I've really looked into that and I have my own opinions and they are nuanced. They're kind of in the middle. Like I've seen some policy changes um, in the last four years to where I'm like, I could see something like that actually happening. And as we get closer to the timestamp I give Q, I think, I mean, I don't know, man, it's looking pretty interesting. And we'll talk more about that too. Cause like this gets into the Saturn, Jupiter and Uranus square, which I want to talk about. I want to talk about the inauguration, but at the same time, like, you know, I think anything that is putting someone on a pedestal as a savior, regardless <laughs> of whether or not they are fulfilling their role and doing their part in what might even be a positive way for all I know is destructive because it pulls people outside of themselves and it keeps people, you know, looking outside of themselves for answers, for guidance, for solutions and for a savior. I'm not too big a fan of that whole template that's like running and, you know, but I can see it like edging in that direction. And so I'm kind of like, well, I don't have to like back this to consider it to be relevant to our lives, you know. But I think that the sort of Neptunian Pisces spell that's being cast is sort of like using what is like very objectively, like tapping into the North Node in Gemini right now, like this very objective, like Q is a quantum computer. There are programmers from the military that are using it. And I don't know if anybody, I mean, probably all of your, your very awake listeners know this and, you know, um, but quantum computers can augment future and past. You know, this is like time travel technology that we're like looking at. And I just don't think you know, I mean, that's been like it's been come out and people who have worked on it have said, like, this is what it is. This is what we're doing, you know, with it, you know, but.
0: Yeah, specifically Geordie Rose
1: mm-hmm.
0: with the D-Wave. I'm
1: not sure if I'm familiar with that person. I just know. Um, He's I, yeah, behind know D-Wave,
0: have- the D-Wave quantum, quantum computer stuff that goes oh. on. You, you're familiar. You're just, the name is not ringing, but I, trust me, I can tell you would be familiar if you saw or heard something from him because he's being D wave.
1: Okay. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess the name is just like not registering right now. Um, but like, I think what the, you know, mainstream media has sort of done is like taken this thing and now anyone who has any kind of like nuanced or, alternative perspective is now, well, first of all, a Nazi, which I find to be very interesting. And, you know, everyone who's in like the natural wellness and like functional medicine, you know, sort of community is like lumped in with this label of like, you know, Nazi, like white supremacist, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, QAnon conspiracy people, um, you know, and it's definitely, I mean, I know a lot of different people that are into this and, you know, they don't all hold the same perspective. I think 2020 kind of really like, you know, did away with like nuance, (laughs) not really, but like kind of, you know, because you know to have your own independent perspective in the midst of like you know either or yeah you know yep. polarity is kind of um it became I find it refreshing. Very
0: black and white it became mm-hmm. so the whole gray scale has just been cut out for some yeah. reason when we're talking exactly. nuance and not skin mm-hmm. but it it did play out <laughs> psychologically in in this kind of skin situation too that's just the surface level of it
1: oh yeah and i when we get into the deep deep i do have a story to tell you about that um but yeah and so so that's one of the dynamics that are going on so we have a lot of squares this year which do bring up a lot of tension and a lot of like pressure but i think this is the time where a lot of people are like falling apart or they're crystallizing under the pressure, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's a very interesting dynamic to watch and to learn from. And so then in looking at like the other group of squares, which, um, so, you know, as we all maybe know, the Jupiter Saturn conjunction at the end of, at the very beginning of Aquarius at the end of last year, you know, which like technically I feel like the new year should begin in March, but like,
0: yeah. you know, here we are. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's not my rules, you know,
0: that's another um, subject, but I am with you absolutely.
1: on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so when Saturn and Jupiter moved into Aquarius, Aquarius has a lot of, there's a lot of, I think there's like definitely two ways that this could go, you know, there's definitely like, a very shadowy component to Aquarius and there's a very um, beneficial component to Aquarius and there's like areas in between. And I think that like, you know, Aquarius can be like mad science, Frankensteinian, you know, BS science, right? Where it's like, look at, it's like trust science, but only the science, only state approved science, you know? And I think that, um, you know, as well, like we can see sort of like in that camp, you know, there's this sort of like push for, you know, transhumanism, you know, and kind of like the like merging of humans and machines that like Ray Kurzweil always talked about. And, you know, I think that agenda has been long underway since before I was born in 91. But having said that, I think that's a very it's something that people are definitely like who are looking into it being confronted with and, you know, and, and the potential for quote good and the potential for, you know, it's like an out of touch humanitarian kind of thing, like a humanitarian thing. That's not really a humanitarian thing. And that's like the shadowy aspect of this Aquarius energy with Jupiter and Saturn moving through that this year. There's also the positive aspect of Aquarius, which I kind of see as, like, people coming together. And I also think, obviously, the conversation of, like, disclosure and, like, how's that going to go? And, you know, is it going to be fake, like, deceptive disclosure that also continues to put a lot of blame on humanity for what might not be humanity's thing? You know, like humanity is the virus (laughs) these (laughs) aliens told us that you know um or is it going to be like you know release of healing technology that could actually help people and maybe disclosure enough at least in part to question their reality and to kind of like you know recognize of course we're not the only ones in the universe and maybe they'll be like and they've been here (laughs) working in your governments and in your institutions and in your systems that's my hope oh i think uh, i
0: i talk a lot about this and i i think they have been i think they're also not what we think they are
1: right Ooh, can you elaborate on that a little bit we'll do that later Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm so eager <laughs> to get to the, you know, I have like a lot of eighth house um, placements in my chart and I'm like really like excited for the second hour. Okay. So so Jupiter and Saturn right now are, you know, pretty close together and they're moving along and it kind of seems like we're coming to this point where we're experiencing contractions and now they're like really close together And it's like, what are we going to get? Like, what's going to happen? Like, what's going on? You know, and this square from Jupiter to Uranus that's exact on the 17th. So only in just a few days from now, you know, and the way that Mars and Uranus can join on Inauguration Day. I mean, honestly, like, I think however it looks like it's going right now in quote, the narrative, the poop. Is how it's not going to go, mm. if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If you catch my drift. Oh yeah, which I think is actually good. Like I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I mean, as much as we, there's talk of the new world order, right, and all this stuff, and like the agendas, and you know, like, and obviously, I think it's like good to stay alert and to, you know, use. Caution and use discernment, but like for whatever reason, I'm not sensing that like New World Order tyranny, free range prison timeline as much as I was, um, you know, for whatever reason. And, you know, if it's delusion, then of course, like I'll be, ha- fi- you know, fine to admit that and to reckon with that aspect of myself. But, um, you know, I just in looking back over my life, I kind of think we've been through that. That that's like, you know, I mean, in in the sort of like the systems that we've been in, we've been quarantined to this realm and reality for however long, so for some maybe eons, you know, and we've been, um, you know, we've been wearing masks to protect ourselves. And so I don't know for how much longer that's going to be able to last. You know, the magnetosphere, quote, whatever it is, you know, that surrounds this containment system is, (laughs)
0: um,
1: has, it it lost, like, I think it was down by 25% last year. Yes. So I don't know, like, I'm not so sure that, Whoever's pulling the strings has a lot of time left, you know, so I'm kind of, you know, just keeping my sights set on whatever is the best timeline for me, but I think it's going to entail a lot of change, like deep systemic change and perhaps a surprising outcome, maybe some earth changes. And I'm hopeful that we can start rehabilitating sooner than later because, I think for many of us, our consciousness, and I'm including myself in this, um, is on life support where we are. I mean, we've been prison planet, you know? That's- yes, yes. And I, so I agree yeah. there. There is an awakening
0: of seeing how controlled we've been. However, mm-hmm. those that do not want to see this. And are listening to the Mockingbird media and are completely mm-hmm. participating in their own uh slavery, right? Mm-hmm. are locking down with those stories.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and they're and they're allowing yeah. those stories to be their end-all be-all. Of course, the people that always had this vision, are like, yes, let all this fall. Let it be revealed. But the people, and there's a great deal of people that I I believe that have been in the middle. And these are the people that are very important in the collective because the collective sways us in big ways. Yeah, And so these people that are trying to traverse through realizing that maybe – these people that say they're in charge of us, that Mm -hmm. govern us, don't have our best interest at hand. Maybe Mm -hmm. these medical professionals don't care about us, actually. Maybe Mm -hmm. I should question why I'm doing the things I'm doing, and when they start that process, Mm -hmm. it, it starts this big waterfall effect of, Mm -hmm. either you move deeper into understanding what's going on or you hunker down and usually the hunkering downs out of fear. So we're seeing that and this gets back to that gray. We're losing the gray. And so Mm -hmm. this is what's important. And it's the people that are willing to still stay in the center and go, okay, I'm open to all of this. That Mm -hmm. I hope are looking out and seeing that there are beacons of light saying, you're not crazy and you're Mm -hmm. not alone for all of a sudden realizing that there's more going on. Just to acknowledge that psychologically for someone can be a major life-changing pivot.
1: Absolutely. And to just kind of like hold space, because I think like what I've experienced, you know, and we'll talk about this, especially like in the second hour, (laughs) that second hour is upon us now. But um, what I've experienced is a lot of people trying to sort of like handle how I see things, you know, and like kind of, you know, people who would call themselves my friends or you know even people who like consider themselves to be awake and maybe are really awake to you know the simulation and you know the prison plan you know all this stuff right uh, you know I see people looking outside of themselves and then they're met with, okay this is actually how it is you know I, I want people to diversify, with who they're listening to and to really figure things out for themselves and to go within themselves and to sort of like, you know, find this like almost curiosity because really like once you see it, for me, I didn't see it through COVID. Unfortunately, I saw it through my own lens and all at once. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, so (laughs) it can be... It can be overwhelming, and I think that that's where, you know, maybe people who are like you and I can come in and just hold space and allow them to go through their process and to discover what they need to discover, maybe plant seeds, but not insist that their way is the right way. Like, I see a lot of people in the truther community just since I've been Looking around, you know, because I've been like, what the fuck am I seeing? How can I contextualize <laughs> this? Is this normal? You know, like I see a lot of people pushing a doomed script yeah. for like what's coming, what's coming, and it's got to be horrible and it's got to be awful and it's got to be terrible. And like, you know, almost like the revelations yeah. script, you know? Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, uh, you know, like I think it's good to cultivate your own inner instincts and your own inner knowing where you can like read a frequency signature of something and be like, Hmm, yes, that aligns with me and like where I'm at. And, you know, Oh, this maybe doesn't align with me and where I'm at, you know, um, that is the Gemini piece as well as to be able to kind of like keep your, to keep learning, to keep growing and to keep expanding and to keep, you know, figuring it out as you go, like Sagittarius, which is where the South node is, is like, what does this look like for the rest of my fucking life, you know? And and then the North node in Gemini is like, just take it day by day, focus on your environment, you know, like go outside, put your feet in the dirt, go in the woods, you know, like, um, yes, focus on your chai, you know, if you're into chai.
0: Breathe, breathe is a very important thing.
1: Oh, and how interesting too, because Gemini rules over the lungs. Mm -hmm. So I've definitely been encouraging as well people to do breath work, because I think that actually activates like pieces and pockets within our own DNA. I mean, everybody has their own story. And I think like there is such a pull to go into the collective right now and... And what's coming, you know, um, where I think that there's a lot of ability to really access pieces of your multidimensional self that maybe you hadn't accessed before. I mean, that's been my experience.
0: Just even saying that is crazy to a lot of people. When you start talking multidimensional realities, that Mm. for some people, that is actually in the woo-woo crazy category. Imagine that that is for people like us, that 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 talk is, but I'm so sick of the science being the end-all be-all.
1: it's a a religion
0: it's a cult and Mm -hmm. we are living in this cult of science that has built this house around us around theories and people need to go back and relearn that some of this stuff that we consider completely solid is actually theories and has never actually been proven and to Mm -hmm. start unwinding some of this narrative that was pushed upon us mm-hmm. at yep. an early age in our early programming camps and absolutely uh, and then when you start unraveling these narratives and for yourself I don't like anyone pushy I've always been rebellious. I don't want anyone to Same. push do not push your shit on me. That's a red flag to me. Like, okay, I'm done with you. So for mm-hmm. the people that can, uh, you know, it's like reading a book and I'm like, okay, I'm getting into the bibliography here. I'm, I am intrigued. And so I'm going to see, where did you get this information? And I'm going to look at that. And I'm going to mm-hmm. follow these trails. And that's how I've always been. Instead of the uh, hardcore evangelizing of information of theories Mm -hmm. of the cult of this and that and when people start unraveling the idea that everything's corporations and that (laughs) that that these corporations are actually given a status legally here is entities that have a real voting power in our Republic. Uh, and, and then you start to just go down that trail and you start mm-hmm. looking at whose signatures are behind what, not money. Mm-hmm. Stop chasing the money, chase the signatures whose mm-hmm. signature is behind what, this is a starts to really open people's eyes and you can see Mm -hmm. that this narrative or that narrative is being pushed by people that have a stake in it and you absolutely and you subscribing to that narrative. And this is when light bulbs should start to go off. Well, what is the opposing narrative that they do not want you to see or Mm -hmm. investigate? And as we move further into cancel culture, it's becoming easier because everything that's being canceled is the opposing voice, right? So some of that opposing voice is ridiculous. We don't want to hear, I don't want to hear Nazi, Nazi bullshit, but I'm, I, right. uh, you know, but I'm going to make that decision for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say let me listen to this and I think it's bollocks I think it's bollocks and I'm gonna wipe it off my table you know and but I shouldn't be persecuted for listening to it I shouldn't be persecuted Mm -hmm. for hearing what there is there because now I'm intrigued because this other side is saying this is terrible. This is terrible. Well, the rebel in me is like, mm, girl, what is? Fuck around and
1: find out, <laughs>
0: right? What's ter- <laughs> what's dangerous over there? I want to know. Ooh. And um, you know, I've got all that heavy eleventh uh, and twelfth house placement, and so Ooh, uh, you know, I love I, that I want to dig in, and so. <laughs> This is some of the important stuff Mm -hmm. that I find people should start digging into. And with the cancel culture, they're making it really easy because now we're banning all kinds of stuff. We're banning books, we're banning individuals, we're banning platforms, we're banning Mm -hmm. words. I mean, Mm -hmm. come on. Now, if you're curious, you should be looking at this stuff because they have just pointed (laughs) out what they don't want you to see.
1: Yeah, for sure. And And so that's the curtain.
0: That's the curtain you pull back in The Wizard of Oz and you see it's just this little old man.
1: (laughs) I know, right? Yeah, and you know, you said something too about science that's being marketed because that's really what it is. It's like marketing, you know? Yes. Um, it, and like, really, it's hooking into people, but that's like a whole different We can talk about that in the second hour. But like, you know, and looking at like a couple of things, I remember my first day of working um, in the post traumatic growth lab at the local college um, in my town, um, you know. I was working there and the first thing that I was told was like nothing is proven. Mhm. And that like things studies can be replicated and so luckily for me I kind of know how to read science, you know. So studies can be replicated and replicated and replicated until they're accepted as general scientific consensus, but like you said I do think that you have to follow the signature and you have to follow like Okay, what's missing from this? Like somebody yes. sent me, just to give an example, another one that might be super polarizing is hydroxychloroquine, right? Yes. Um, yeah. and <laughs> and I love Stella um Emmanuel, because she was like talking about, and we could talk about this in the second hour, obviously. <laughs> I'm gonna just stop saying that because I feel be like it's like <laughs> whatever. So she was talking about, you know, alien sperm and like demon seed and all this stuff. And I was like, oh shit, like she actually knows like, what's up, you know, but she was, so obviously that was like a discrediting, you know, point for her, as well as her being like a Christian, like deliverance minister was also something that cult of science can look at and say, well, you know, whatever. But so I was looking at I, I shared on my Facebook, you know, before I kind of grasped to the depths of what we were up against in terms of like mind control and like people being programmed to attack, you know, that which doesn't sort of like uphold the narrative, right? So yes, I was talking about You know, I I shared the video of the doctors and how they were like, yeah, we've been on the ground level treating COVID and we've been using hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and azithromycin with zero, or pack or whatever, with zero death. And, you know, it's been kind of, you know, it's been nice and easy, you know, and... So somebody was like, hydroxychloroquine was debunked. Like, didn't you know? You know, and they posted a link to mainstream media website, right, (laughs) where I went and I looked and I checked the study. And this study was out of China, which, like, (laughs) I think we can make a distinction at this point between Chinese people and the Communist Party of China. Yes.
0: Oh, yes. Hopefully. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I mean, right. So. Um, this study was out of China and they gave people like four times the like the recommended amount of hydroxychloroquine and they didn't put any zinc or z-pack with it and they were like this obviously led to organ failure and all this stuff you know and that's what like the hydroxychloroquine studies that are quote debunked are using. And I was like, yeah, this isn't debunked. Like, even though it says here on the screen, you know, the science does not, that's not strong science, you know, but they weren't able to talk to me about it after that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm so, 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 so tired of the word debunked and I I know
1: can we debunk the word debunked and cancel the cancel culture. (laughs) I
0: know (laughs) I am so sick of it. It, It's first of all, most people aren't doing the research and so they'll just regurgitate this stuff. And it, Mm -hmm. and this is the problem in general. It's always been the problem. Someone that seems comes in with this uh, air of authority that tells you something and then you regurgitate it without following through where do they source this and mm-hmm. then who's funding that source. And and when, right. you, when you go in as a due diligent journalist for yourself, especially mm-hmm. when you're talking about very important subjects such as your own health. This affects Mm -hmm. you on, you know, your physical being, you owe it to yourself to dig into this information. Most people Mm -hmm. don't do it. They don't want to spend the time. And this is by design. A lot of people are now programmed by flicker rates, by, by everything going on. I Mm -hmm. could spend an hour talking about all this, but to have a low mm-hmm. patience with they can't read stuff unless it's just in bold print and it's uh, flash right mm-hmm. fast. You have to go to yeah. the journals. You have to look at the studies. You have to, mm-hmm. you you know, you have to parse through this information. It takes a person that's willing to do that. That's why I love Sages. is that SAGE mm-hmm. energy, this is what it does. I'm sad, yeah, I mean- Meredith, by people that will just follow these narratives and think that these people that are apparently in control are always right, and these debunk sites just are. If I could, I'm not a cancel person, they should stay open, that everything should have its expression as long mm-hmm. as they're not doing you physical harm. It is physically harming you if you, yeah, are listening to bullshit but that's your choice and so I support Mm -hmm. your choice to listen to it you know what I'm saying because in the end you're harming yourself by not doing the due diligence Mm -hmm. of looking into the research and looking into how these things actually affect you that's you harming yourself Mm
1: -hmm. absolutely yeah I mean you said it beautifully and I think too like you know in the event that, you know, you're not really a research-driven person, like, I have, like, a lot of Virgo. I have Mercury, Venus, and Mars all just, like, sitting in this awkward, like, tight cluster in Virgo. Ooh, girl. But I have a Pisces moon. <laughs> you will <are>
0: dig in. <laughs> Ooh,
1: yeah. All, like, 8th house, too. It's crazy. But so, But in the process of, like, you know, I have a Pisces moon, and so... I think I really just like think it's okay to normalize using your like, you know, divinely ordained like abilities and intuition to be able to discern, you know, like fact from fiction. And for me, like as soon as, as soon as maybe April of last year, like I was kind of like, something feels fucking Off, Like, Mm -hmm. it feels like we stepped into this (laughs) whole other, you know, like, (laughs) this whole other world where, like, you know, where right is wrong and good is bad and yes yes is no and truth is The upside down. (laughs) Yeah, the upside down, inside out, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I think, but I think even though uh, something tells me that we're in the process of, like, inverting the inversion so I don't know I just can't see this all holding up for too long though I do think that it is going to take some people with it in the process I mean you know I didn't even I wouldn't have even considered myself to be like anti-vaxxer before um you know like maybe a couple years ago before like and especially before this all right like i'm kind of like like you i'm not anti or pro anything i'm just open and pro my own spirit and pro my soul and yeah but something slapped me across the face last year and was like this vaccine is soul disconnection mm-hmm. like yeah and this- that's all i need to fucking know to know that that shit's not for me like i don't even get like you know whatever the science is i'm sure it's you know, fucking off. But like, of you know,
0: course. for me, <laughs> when we're talking genetic therapy, that's never I mean, been yeah, done before. To, uh, you need a few yeah. more months, people, to have this. But you know what, Meredith, the human so, trials are happening now on the people, so they didn't skip the human trial period or the animal trial period. It's lifetime. They're doing it. Oh, on I know. The it
1: people. doesn't end until twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yep. So. You know, yeah, these are, yeah, that's why, you know, this, and I'll say it again, too, this all feels very, very rushed.
0: Yes. To me. Like,
1: <laughs> I kind of, so I started to do research into what I was seeing, which we'll talk about, I'm sure, second hour, but um, <laughs> I know, I'm just like bear it with that, But like I started to dig into what I was seeing, which I thought was visions, but I don't think it was of just like the most dystopian possible timelines. And I thought that they were visions at the time, you know, and I don't remember where I was going with this. Hmm.
0: Well, we were talking about this being tested on the people now. The human trials are live right Right. now with testing of this particular set Mm -hmm. of medical protocols.
1: Yeah. And I kind of like started to dig into, you know, some of the like conspiracy files. (laughs) And, you know, it just kind of seemed like in my in my synthesis of like parsing apart that information, it seemed like there was more time that they had. They, the they of them, you know? (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, this all seems very rushed and very haphazard to me. Like I'm not, I don't know if they'll get what they want. You know, that's just like how I'm kind of...
0: You know where I stand with it is no matter What it is, I believe Mm -hmm. in personal agency and a personal authority. Mm -hmm. So if you want to have that, I (laughs) I support your wanting to have that. I support your not wanting to have it. If I don't want to have it, I don't want your shit on me. Don't make decisions for me, especially Mm -hmm. when it's talking about Medically, uh, that's new. It's that's just treatment. like goes beyond anything that mm-hmm. is in the realm of of personal, and I'm talking personal and not political. Personal sovereignty. This is a big, major deal to me in the world. I should be able to mm-hmm. make these choices without anyone else casting their light on me, and also. Mm-hmm. These choices should be private. I don't need to Mm -hmm. broadcast to you that I voted or that I didn't vote or that I I got a vaccine or that I didn't get a vaccine. I don't need to sign on. You don't want to get
1: barcoded? Exactly.
0: And and have services denied to me because I didn't Mm -hmm. get a vaccine. Come on. And I should be able to have that opinion that this virus is in Mm -hmm. your mind. This virus is in your mind because right now the static Uh, stuff that's going on here right now. The statistics are that no matter who you are, in what category you are, you were 99% going to get over it. Mm -hmm. Every category. And I know
1: that there are like those long term symptoms, but I think, again, like, these things come back to, you know, and then, of course, like, my sociological brain kicks in with, like, access and, you know, access to quality nutrition and the right information. Everything here is, like, confused, you know, Um, and so, like, I kind of think that people should be able to take care of themselves, um, you know, but, of course, like, a lot of my friends too are like very survival mode, very like rushed, you know, in their own lives. And I think that's also by design. And so, you know, it definitely takes like strength of will and like determination to do the work, whatever it is. Like for me, I'm really big on like fasting, you know, like dry fasting, water fasting, juice fasting. I'm really big on like you know, like, I mean, hopefully your viewership or your, you know, listenership is okay with this, but like, you know, enemas and like, I have like, yeah, of course, an ionic foot bath that I mm. like to use to mm-hmm. pull the little nano aliens out of my feet and stuff, you know. <laughs> um, well, you know, and on, but on
0: this point, and we'll wrap here for okay. this first hour. If you're not making an effort on yourself, And and making an effort for yourself to be healthy Mm -hmm, on all these levels, spiritually, mm -hmm. physically, mentally, you know, and you eat shit every day, you know, you drink crappy stuff, you don't do Mm -hmm. this or that, and you're expecting some miracle cure. Well, Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say. These are your choices, and I support you in those choices. You you go ahead with your damn self and do what you're going to do. But... For me, it became apparent early on, and I had a big battle with the allopathic system when I came down with Hashimoto's. And I, oh. I, I didn't know any better, so I was a good girl and went into the allopathic system. And
1: mm-hmm. and
0: a, a lot of people listen to me. Know that. Sorry, I'm not going to drag that out. But what I'm saying here is if you're not investing in yourself, Mm-hmm. and you're expecting some miracle, and we talked about this earlier with the savior complex,
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're expecting
0: some miracle medical thing to come and save you from all your bad choices, then I'm sorry you've made these bad choices, and at some point you need to go, maybe having eaten a whole pizza or dived down into mini slices of a chocolate cake, and you're having an insulin reaction or, sure. you know, whatever, whatever it is, and you're expecting to be in perfect health with those practices, mm. that's that's your choice, but that's not going to give you optimal health. Sorry. And right. so, uh, I mean, yeah, and I don't push my own stuff, but I, I intermittent fast. I don't eat mm-hmm. for 18 hours and then I eat, you know, I'm yeah. one of those people. I had to get to this on my own, and I don't push it. I rarely even talk about it, and so
1: I'm glad you shared it with me. Well, and it, us. It's, but
0: you know, the point is, we do this mm-hmm. for ourselves. So I'm not looking to. I'm not personally afraid of getting something. When I was little, we had chicken pox parties, girl, and we had <laughs> we had measles. Oh yeah, parties. that was a different. Yeah, that was
1: a different time for sure. I definitely think like it's good to also. From this standpoint, and in this space, you know, just to kind of like round it out, like, I do think that because of the nature of the system that we grew up in, you know, it really like, you have to be very strong and very smart and, you know, have a lot of personal agency to override the programming. And I'm not saying that. I just think that everybody's dealt a different hand. And for me, like I like to place, if I'm going to place blame anywhere, even if someone is standing in front of me telling me, which has happened that I'm selfish for not wanting to get this question mark technology Mm -hmm. vaccine ish thing, um, you know, like right away. Right. Like, um, you know, even if I'm standing in that space, if I am as evolved as I fucking think I am with my, you know, Leo humility. um,
0: (laughs) I share the Leo, Lord.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. I have to be able to say like, okay, this is the system. This is the system. Like I just have to have compassion for the people that are existing within the same system that I am because, you know, It's not, this is not an easy place. It never has been. Has your life been easy peasy, lemon squeezy? Probably not.
0: Oh, those people with the trines. But you know what? This is (sighs) one of those things that I've often said. People that come in and they have these beautiful charts with no real hard squares or anything. uh, Great. And that's why I don't begrudge that at all. I Mm -hmm. came in with the grand T square and all this craziness. And but refined uh, through fire. uh, Well, I feel like I chose it. I feel like it was Mm -hmm. coursework I chose. And this is why I don't push my hardships or the ideas of my hardships I try not to I really try not to on people that have had come in with lovely charts and they're just having a lovely life Mm -hmm. I think that's grand and if you look at that from a macro scale maybe they've earned that maybe this is a vacation time Mm -hmm. for them you know what I'm saying and yeah, why would we push we don't need to push our shit on other people and that's the biggest message I have in the world Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. it's all right. It's all right to be in, in your own space and it's Mm -hmm. all right to, if you want to surround yourself with your stories and live with those stories, that's all right. If you want to get outside of the nest and I think everyone should, -hmm. You know, I just think that the hero's journey is an important journey, but some people don't go on it, and that's all right. I'm not going Mm -hmm. to tell you you're less than because I don't know the macro picture here, Meredith. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's a reprieve lifetime for some people. This is your breather from a really terrible other experience on some other timeline and mm. some other place, we don't yeah, know sure. the bigger picture. And so to get so much conviction and crust around us and, and everyone must do this and we're, we're, that's, we're too dynamic for that. We need to allow ourselves this dynasism exactly. right? So on mm-hmm. this, okay, so wrapping <laughs> here, how do people find you in the outer world
1: Um, Well, you can go to my website, (laughs) Um, (laughs) meredithsluckystars.net, and you can book a session or you can email me, meredithsluckystars at gmail, maybe not for long, I might get a proton mail um, here soon. Um, But just one thing, I know that um, we're long past an hour at this point, but I do want to say that I have been watching as much as like, I know that this is sort of a game and I feel kind of removed from it. I've been watching the white house website.
0: Oh yeah. I do. If you're in the
1: States, if you're in the States, maybe give that a look. If you're not, because for me, I'm not pro Trump. I'm not anti-Trump. I don't suffer from Trump derangement syndrome. I don't spend all of my energy like pumping up the media-driven egregore that is Trump, you know. <laughs> um, but there's definitely some interesting things going on on the White House website. And since I know that quantum computers can alter time, mm-hmm. um, yes, you know, this is, I think that some of, some of, not all of, from a distant observer mode, that some of the Q stuff could be interesting to... Um, to look into and to sort of like, you know, there's a reason that he was censored from um, everything, (laughs) everything. And I do think that, um, I'm just, I'm watching that. And I do think that there's, you know, I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm like, I'm like looking forward to seeing what happens with that. Cause from all intensive purposes, from what I've been looking at and in the astrology, Y'all think he's going out quietly? Y'all think he's just going to go out? Fuck no!
0: Mm-mm. No, there's he's more got, to like, this the story. Ego of anyone, yeah. I mean,
1: and not like even in a in a you know he's got like he's he's doing art of war this whole thing, and if you can stay inside of your own soul and. It, stay in tune with your own guidance and your own intuition. Maybe just watch that space and see what happens. That's all I'm saying.
0: We talked on this earlier and I'm always, mm-hmm. I I'll 100% back what you just said. I well, always <laughs> and, have, and have been for years watched the, I go to the source information as far as I can get to source information and looking at mm-hmm. the actual White House website, looking mm-hmm. through their files. And this is what I mean by follow the signatures. Right. What are people putting their signatures on? And then I mm-hmm. want to read those documents. I'm one of the nerds in the world that read the National Health 1500 page report and said, Hell no! Wow. This is not serving me. <laughs> I know, this right? Is oh my a, gosh!
1: I love that. That's incredible that you did that. I yes.
0: had no choice because we were being mandated to to capitulate to it, and I'm like, well, wait a minute i I need to. I know. I realize that this stuff gets pushed through, and nobody reads the the people mm-hmm. that are representing us don't even read this stuff, and that's appalling. Mm-hmm. But so yeah. I'm like if I am going to have to deal with this <laughs> on a healthcare basis that affects mm-hmm. my personal person, I need to know what it is. And we talked about all that. So I'm backing that hundred percent. You should always check the sources. You should also check the main administrative sources in other worlds too. And to see where mm-hmm. and who's doing what, instead of listening to the mockingbird media that's mirroring yeah. and they've got a narrative C- cut the middle person out and get a direct tap into what's going mm-hmm. on. And on that note, I think <laughs> I think this is a good place to in this first section. Sure. I am so glad you reached out to me. You are mm-hmm. fantastic Meredith. She and are. uh this is going to be a juicy second segment. Uh, <laughs> That we have alluded to So thank you everyone for listening And coming into the Cosmic Salon Where we talk about these things This is what a salon really means It has nothing to do with uh, cosmetics It's about minds coming together And uh, talking about theories and ideas And existentialism and why we're here What's happening Mm -hmm. In the vein of those great salons from the 18th and 19th century. Thank Mm. you. Thank you. And there she goes, the lovely Meredith. We shall be picking up with the second hour shortly on Patreon. With that, I would like to thank the patrons and producers of the show Marcy Shapiro, Santa Rebecca, Jason Lamson, Michael Watcher, Melanie Poe, Christy Tesmer, and Marin Kramer, as well as all the other patrons through my Patreon. I hope that we're not triggering people in a bad way. I hope that we're triggering people in a good way when we're talking about cancel culture, censorship. Uh, limiting what people can think and say these are dangerous times and it's a sad thing to have to say this kind of thing but I'm watching shows become cancelled good shows over opinions and I'm becoming very sad looking down the barrel of a loaded gun with all that's going on of course if you listen to my psychic eye and all this other stuff you see where I am with all this Uh, but on that I would like to end with this arise within the dream wake up and dream the dream you want dream with the rest of us in taking back our space and our reality and our sovereignty Thank you for coming to the Cosmic Salon.